Welcome to Goddess Rising. I am Brooke Kikos, your host, a trauma recovery coach, RTT therapist, and NLP practitioner. Join us in unlocking the power from within and using our voice to create real change for women to empower, learn, expand consciousness, and uplift each other. If you have been burdened by a past of trauma, abuse, and toxic relationships, this is a safe space to learn and embody your truth. It's time that we embody our feminine energy and become the goddesses within and stop allowing others to dim our light. I am here to help you shift from shame, people-pleasing, codependency, and the belief that you are not enough and shift into expansion of your real potential. It's time to say no to toxic behaviors and say yes to unapologetic self-love. And this is where we find the healthiest relationship with ourselves. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to um, share with you guys this person that I found. Um, she is Jackie. She's a 29-year-old psychic medium and aura reader who has seven years of professional experience. Um, since childhood, she possessed a natural ability to see energy and tap into her own intuition. And obviously, she's opened up so much of her gifts in the past seven years. So it's so exciting that she's able to do this, predict um, life events, um, have successful readings with people, and just being able to share this gift with the world is so amazing. So I'm so excited to chat with you today, talk about this process, how you even came into all these gifts, and then recognize that this is exactly what you were meant to do in this lifetime. So go ahead and start sharing that experience. We're excited. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me, Brooke. First of all, very excited to be here and kind of share my story with everybody. Um, so kind of like the, what the bio says, I have been able to see energy since I was around like five years old with my actual physical eyes. Like I was seeing colors around people and people's energy from a very young age and um, got really sick around age 12. And it completely sparked a spiritual journey for me. Um, I was very isolated during that time of like chronic illness and it led me to researching a lot of spiritual topics. But during that time, I actually shut my abilities down just because it was too much to, to handle with um, being so sick. So after being ill for about seven years, I recovered, um, which was amazing. And then I started to really take this ability seriously and try to figure tried to figure out how to um, use this gift to help people. And in doing that, I began basically offering aura readings to my friends and my family and got into, you know, what the colors meant and what the shape of the aura meant and just kind of did practice readings when I first started um, and gained a lot of experience by feedback of what I was like feeling. And then my parents would tell me like, yes or no, or my friends or acquaintances would tell me like, yes, that resonates or no, it doesn't. And it just took off from there. I began to do um, $15 crystal or I'm sorry, $15 readings at a local crystal shop and became booked out for like a couple months and people wow. were driving up to see me from like Indianapolis and like hours away. It was really crazy. Um, so in doing that, I um, upped my prices and then I actually moved into the online space in early 2018, I believe. 
um, and then was able to reach people all over the world and expand into doing more of like psychic readings, predicting life events for people, moves, promotions, births, things like that. So it's been a wild ride for sure. Yeah, that is absolutely amazing. I'm so fascinated with this whole aura thing. Like, yeah. So when people say, you know, you can, you can see the, the aura, like I'm expecting like you, I look at you and I'm like, I can see you. It's green. Like, yes. <laughs> like I literally can physically see with my eye, but I'm like, yeah. I'm sure it's not like that. Right. It's more of like, oh, I see this in my mind's eye and I right. see your, your color. Right. Okay. That's right. what I'm always like, it, what does it mean exactly? Right. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about that. So originally, like I mentioned, I was seeing the colors with my physical eyes, which is very hard to do um, for longer periods of time. So when I began doing this work professionally, I started to kind of switch to getting the information clairvoyantly, like you were saying. So in the space where you would imagine what an apple looks like right now, that's where I'm able to scan your energy see what colors, what layers, what the shape of the aura is, um, even see like energy centers and chakras and, and pick up on blocks for people. So it's definitely evolved from physical, like seeing the auras with my physical eyes to more of a clairvoyant sort of psychic ability. That's amazing. And so fascinating. Um, what do that like, so for anybody that doesn't understand what auras are necessarily and seeing these colors, what do these colors mean? Maybe you can just even like practice on me and like, so explaining what those are and maybe, you know. Sure. So, (laughs) so yeah, I love it. I love it. So the aura is a, um, basically a field of energy that surrounds people and even animals, living things, everything that is alive has an aura to it. Um, so with people specifically, you have about a three to five foot energy field that surrounds your body. And with that, there are different colors that are associated with different emotions or different personality traits, different things people have gone through will affect the color, the shape, and the layers of the aura. Um, So for you specifically, you have a very interesting um, dynamic to your aura where you have three main colors that I'll sort of talk about. And the first couple of layers to anybody's aura is usually associated with their personality traits. So things that they um, are usually like just just their personality, who they are as a person. And then as you kind of go out to the outer layers, it's more of what they're currently going through or if they're going through major life changes or experiencing emotional you know, things like anxiety or overthinking, that will show up in the outer layers of the aura. So for you, you have um, a couple of different colors. So the first main color is this really pretty um, dark blue color, which is associated with communication. It's also associated with, if people have gone through grief sometimes, that will show up um, in the first layer pretty heavy. Um, But for you, it's very expanded and it's very... um, like quote unquote healthy, I would say. So it's almost like, I don't know if you do meditation every day or if you're doing yoga or physical exercise or what, but you can tell by the clarity of the first layer. If people aren't taking care of their energy, um, sometimes it'll show up as a little bit of a cloudier layer and yours is showing up as if it was like colored glass, like dark blue colored glass, very pretty. Um, And then you have this really pretty green Um, color as well, which is 
it's more of a light green for you, which I associate with people that are empathic, people that are healers, a lot of teachers and nurses will have green as like their main energy color. Um, and it's really a lot of people that, that have light green. They're usually the people that are here trying to help and make a difference in, you know, the world, basically. It's my empath color. Um, it's also a color I see a lot with people that are bookworms, um, love to learn, love to read, things like that as well. You got and me then, spot on there. Yeah. And then you have, <laughs> um, you have these two, this is very interesting. I'm going to call you out a little bit. You have really strong purple spiritual energy but you have this magenta which is uncertainty so almost like you second guess your own intuition or you you're just like not sure when you do get these intuitive downloads or intuitive nudges I'm almost wondering do you overthink like when you get those yeah (laughs) yeah so wholeheartedly yeah for sure yeah um but yeah obviously very intuitive but definitely overthink yeah there's been I mean there's been so much like baggage to clear before I kind of really tap into that (laughs) sure sure yeah I totally understand um it's very it's interesting you have this sort of magenta color um magenta is a color I see a lot when people are going through a major life transition too so usually when people are going through a career change or they're wondering if they should move to a certain place or they're wondering about like different aspects of um just like transitioning in their life that color will show up are you going through anything like that right now like any transitions or so transition and healing. Yeah. And transition okay. and growth for sure. Yeah. There's been a lot of, um, getting out of the old versions of me and coming into like the new, Oh version. sure. so a lot of progress, you know, with that. Yeah. Okay. So amazing. Sure. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's perfect. I mean, you got me spot on. I mean, especially with like, um, yeah, I do obviously a lot of meditating. I meditate every day. I exercise every day. Like, so I make sure to clear my energy somehow to be able to kind of be more centered and, and grounded, you know, yeah. but it, you know, sometimes it's hard, especially when you evolved a certain way for a long time. So I had a lot of trauma work that I needed to process still in the process of doing that deeper trauma work, but it's like, that's probably why you, you see all like the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Transformation and the like, yes. uncertainty and the like, oh sure. my God, there's just so much going on. It's, it's a lot. So yeah, it's funny too. A lot of times the magenta can come through as a, when somebody is building almost like a new foundation of self. So I love that you were saying that you're transitioning in that way. That's very interesting. That's it. Um, That's the yeah. one. It's new foundation of self. It's like, I had to start from childhood to, to come here. And so it's like, I've had, I've been doing like a lot of inner child healing and going into these spaces, you know, lots of therapy, lots of, you know, lots of hard work, to be honest, a lot of work. So it's been a little bit difficult, but it's been rewarding at at the same time. So yeah, yeah, you've got it spot on. That's perfect. So see, I mean, like, that's amazing (laughs) to be able to just, and that's just a snippet of what you do, right? Yeah. Going into like the aura of somebody and being able to read that energy and being so spot on about who I am in just like a short period of time. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. So amazing. Yeah. yeah. So how do you feel like this work really rewards you the most? 
Oh my gosh. I I mean, the my favorite part about doing this work is just the people that I get to connect with. It's amazing. Um, especially after things really took off for me in the online space, being able to connect with people from all different backgrounds all over the world has been so amazing just to be able to um, help you know, so many different types of people. Uh, so that's like definitely my favorite part of doing this work. And also, um, you know, predict, I've predicted some seriously crazy things that have really helped people like with their health. There was this one reading that I did when I first started and I was very new at doing the oral readings professionally. This was like a $20 reading or $15 reading. And this woman came in and she was very skeptical. She didn't say one word the whole reading. And I ended up picking up on um, this anomaly in her energy field near her like chest area. And I was like, this doesn't seem like it's an emergency, but they're definitely urging me to push you to go get this checked out. And she left and I didn't think I was ever going to hear from her again. Um, Three weeks later, she comes back in. And she said, I had a spot of melanoma in the exact area that you saw, and I got it removed before it was it was able to spread. So things like that still blow my mind to this day that I'm able to do these things. So, I mean, I just, I mean, I don't even have the words for it, really. It's just, it's been so rewarding all around, really. Yeah. No, that's, that's really amazing, honestly. Yeah. It's able to be that intuitive. So what would you say, I mean, obviously, because everybody is curious about these things, right, when it comes to psychic mediumship is like, what do you think comes through you to give you the messages? Like, who is your helpers, I would say, or what do you feel like, what do you resonate with that you can share with us? So I definitely work by obviously accessing people's own energetic field and almost kind of like reading it like a book a little bit back to the person. But I also work with a team of spirit guides that that really help me get more specific with things. They help me, you know, give really good advice to people that I would never have thought of. Um, so I do work with a team of guides. And I know that that might sound a little bit crazy to some people that are more on the skeptical side, which is totally fine. But um, that is something that I... I mean, I've just worked with them for so long that it's almost like I couldn't even imagine doing my job without without them and without their help. But I do feel there is a connection, you know, to spirit or the universe or this overall sort of um, energy that you connect to to be able to access this information. Because I, me as Jackie here on Earth, I probably wouldn't be able to like do these things or, or access this stuff unless I was a, like connecting to the universe or to some sort of overarching energy. Yeah. Beautiful. No, I mean, I think that's honestly, you know, for some people, right. That's going to be something like a little out there. Field, right. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah. Like, Whoa, what is, what are spirit guides? Yeah. Right? You know, what does that even mean? And like for you, what does spirit guides necessarily mean? Is it like, you just like, these are the people that came alongside you to kind of guide you here. What is like, so, what my belief of spirit guides is that when we're born, we're all 
kind of assigned a team on the other side that is there to help guide us through, you know, to hit major life events. Um, And really, they're just this support team on the other side, you know, whether you really believe in them or not, they are there to support you through these things. And so doing my work, I always encourage people to work with these guides because they're, they're such a powerful um, and supportive force that we all have access to. And one of my favorite things to do with my guides is just to play. And I mean, I asked my guides to help me get parking spots. I I asked them to um, get me, you know, a, a little gift. Like I've gotten free coffee from them before and <laughs> asked them to just like bring me things or, or let me have certain experiences or help me with, you know, um, finding things that I've lost or, or whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be this crazy thing where you're asking them for like the Powerball numbers or whatever. It can be as right. easy as, you know, a parking spot if you're in a busy city. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And just yeah. having fun. That's awesome. That's yeah. a great way of ex- explaining it, honestly, for the people that are kind of new to this type sure. of spirituality work, right. Where it's like, okay, we have this access to other things. And sometimes when we've been put like in a very limited box or when we, um, you know, and certain people have been right, you know, I come yeah. from a very limited space where all we were only thinking black and white, like this type of work was just, this was not good work. This was evil. And so it was mm-hmm. like allowing people to like open up to the fact that there really is more to like our consciousness. There really is more out there. Right. I mean, and I know that you connect obviously with past loved ones. Yes. You know, and do you find that that's a big part of your work or how, where do you fit that with your work? Yeah. So I definitely identify as a psychic medium. Um, and the medium part is the part where I'm connecting with past loved ones. I don't do readings professionally right now with mediumship just because I take the grief process so seriously. I think that it's very important to, for me to be at a level where I'm a hundred percent bringing through very accurate information in these readings because I don't want to play around with anybody's grief. I think it's really important to hold yourself to a higher standard when you're interacting with people that are are really seriously grieving the loss of someone. So right now I don't offer professional uh, mediumship readings just because I want to be at a place where I feel like I'm bringing through the person's essence to the fullest extent. Um, but I, I do mediumship readings, you know, um, if I feel it for people, I'm getting back into doing practice readings and things like that to get to that level again. Um, but for right now, I'm just, you know, I want to make sure that I'm at a higher level when I start to do those readings again and offer them for money because it's, it's just very important for me to, um, approach it ethically, I think. Right. Yeah. And that would make so much sense. I would, you know, I understand why you wouldn't, why you wouldn't want to do that because it is something right. Right. Grieving is like a serious, very serious process and it's difficult. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like you obviously have the ability there. You're just more of like the perfectionist where you're like, I just want to be exactly (laughs) perfect at it. Right. Like, even though it's there, I just want to, I don't want to say it's there because I'm even you. Yes. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's beautiful though. So, so I love that you're able to give other people though, that guidance. I mean, honestly, you know, I've obviously had many readings and it was like, 
that was so everything that they said was just so spot on for me in that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And everything did actually come to fruition. Right. Um, and so it just shows like, you know, when you have the gift, you have the gift and it's like, it really is meant to be used. And I think that's what beautiful, what you're doing for people and thank you exploring that and having fun with that. Um, so what would you say, um, we'll just leave it with this. Like, what would be some really great advice for someone that is curious or maybe thinks that possibly they have this intuitive sense and they're afraid to tap into it or they're uncertain, like what would be some good advice that you could give someone? I think my biggest advice for people that want to dive into this work or want to explore their intuition, but they're not really sure where to begin or they have that fear, which is totally normal. Most people do, I think, when they're first starting out, um, is that you're in control of the whole process. So if you want to make boundaries for yourself and for spirit and the universe while you're opening your gifts, you totally can. I specifically didn't want to see ghosts at the foot of my bed when I first started opening up my abilities. So I made that a rule. I said, I will, you know, open up my intuition and I'm going to dive into these gifts, but here are some hard boundaries for me. And that was one of them. I said, I don't want to see spirit with my physical eyes at three in the morning, you know, at the end of my bed or, or whatever. So I think that knowing that you have the power to open up as much as you want to is really important. And also again, with, you know, really coming at it from a place of play, I think something that happens a lot in the spiritual community is we, we, get really um, into this headspace of like, it has to be like this, or you have to meditate, you know, every day for an hour, but really it's just play with your intuition, start taking notes of when you are getting these intuitive nudges, when you think of your friend and then they call you, or when you, um, you know, go into the grocery store and you're like, I don't know where this is. And then you immediately get a picture of like, where it is in the aisle or like little things like that. Just paying attention to the intuitive nudges is really the first step in my opinion. And then um, keeping track of them. That's usually what I tell the students that I do mentorships with um, to start with, you know, write down when you're getting these intuitive nudges. So you know that it's real, that you don't, that you don't think that you're just making it up, you know? So I think that's the, those are the two main points is, know that you can set boundaries and know that you should be writing down anytime you get those like intuitive hits throughout the day. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, have you, have you ever had someone make you feel like what you're doing is wrong or like they make you feel bad about it? Has there been judgment put on you? Oh, Oh, man. I, yeah. I mean, I have, I've dated somebody who was, who literally left a very religious cult and kind of was drawn to me because of my abilities. And then it ended up being something that was like a very big tug of war in our relationship Mm -hmm. um, to the point where I honestly, I shut down my abilities for a little bit because their judgments on me was, it was like overwhelming. So having to really, you know, take a step back and know that I'm doing this from a place of love. I'm helping people from a a very positive place and knowing that 
um, you know, I'm, I'm doing the best that I can and I'm, I'm here to help as many people as I can, I think kind of brought me back to reality of like, you're not, you're not going to hell if you're doing work and helping people, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I think that that, but, but yeah, I definitely had, um, a moment there where, I mean, it was like a year long where it was just this back and forth of like, well, what, how do you know you're doing this? um, in the name of like goodness and whatever. And it's just like, I, I can feel it. I just know. So yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. And that's, I don't know. I just felt intuitive enough <laughs> to ask yeah. that question because sure. I do feel like there is obviously, cause not everybody believes in that. Right. And a lot right. of people are skeptical because well, why? Because the 1-800 psychic numbers have given everybody like that is in this space kind of a bad name. So um, and really the purpose of my podcast is really allowing people to have voice for, for the fact, you know, they have, because of what they've stepped into in their, in their gifts in this lifetime, like they have gotten judged, they have gotten shame and it hasn't always been like this really happy, fun journey. Um, right. you know, granted it's been fun for you, but I'm yes. <laughs> another side of it, right. Which I think oh, yeah. give voice to and express about because, you know, it's not right. It's not right to judge somebody just because they're different than us. And maybe if you don't believe that, that's fine. Right. For other people, it works, right? It's healing. It's also amazing, right? Especially for grief. I don't, I can't tell you how many people I've, I've talked to that have done that and they've done it for grief, that purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And being able to heal from that, or just being able to understand like their path and if they're doing something wrong or, you know, or what, what can they do to help themselves, right? It's all this huge space of guidance, and it's Absolutely. like loving guidance. Absolutely. So I definitely wanted to give voice to that because I think yeah. it's really important. Well, I also think, you know, the concepts of psychics and mediums in today's society is so heavily impacted by media. And you see all of these, I mean, scary movies are released like every month there's a scary movie and sometimes they involve psychics and mediums. So there's a massive stigma around the work we do from that perspective as well. And it's just knowing that, you know, if you can hold yourself to a higher ethical, you know, standard um, and do this from a place of like really wanting to just help people and guide them on their own healing journey. Um, I think that speaks a lot, you know, that speaks for itself really. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Because I think there, there's always a stigma against something. I'm a hypnotherapist, yeah. right. And so people are like, oh yeah, I was hypnotized once. It was like at a comedy club and maybe <laughs> oh, no. you know, they made me quack like a duck or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is completely different. This is, this is for healing. This is therapy work. Like this is deeper work. Right. Um, but you know, everybody has their idea of what something is or isn't. And sometimes they kind of get clouded by not just being opened and expanding their mind a little bit. So that's really what I think is the most important when yeah. we talk about this stuff. Definitely. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, is there anything else that you want to share or that maybe it's coming up for you intuitively that you want to kind of give voice to? Um, not anything intuitively, but I, this was so amazing. Thank you again for having me on. I I really enjoyed getting to like share a little bit about my story and hearing about your journey too. Um, and that is so cool that you're a hypnotherapist. I don't think I knew that. That's amazing. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, Thank but you. no, nothing, nothing else is really coming through. Just very happy to have gotten to do this and have been here. 
Awesome. I love it. So um, I do know that we're sharing with the listeners today that you're going to be giving off, um, giving 20% off of a reading. Um, yes. And if you just put in a code, it's going to be in the show notes, um, a code podcast, and you'll get that 20% off reading with Jackie, which I highly recommend. I mean, if nothing else, you're going to go and get your aura read and you're going to get a whole bunch of intuitive um, guidance. So I yes. think you should go and do it. It's going to be fun. And that's what this is about, right? Playing into more fun and um, this journey that we call life. So thanks again, Jackie. I appreciate you for being here on the podcast today. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brooke. Thank you for listening to Goddess Rising. It would mean the world to me if you could like, subscribe, and share so that I can receive more listeners because this is how we each use our own voices to step into our own power, create change and healing for others. Until next time, remember, you are the Goddess Rising.